Coming up this week, Bruin football trying to solve the enigma that is beating Stanford. The Cardinal have taken down the Bruins every single year since 2008, and Stanford gets to play at home this matchup, and they have well beyond a home field advantage. It is a treacherous environment for any team trying to invade the farm and pull out a win. And with that, we welcome you in to a Monday edition of Locked on Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley. You can find me on Twitter at Brian Fenley. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Bruins. You can email me. How about that? Locked on Bruins at gmail.com. And you can hit that subscribe button. Think of this podcast as a safe place for all you frustrated Bruin football fans. At the same time, while we do consider this Bruin football talk therapy, and it's like a group therapy session that meets every day, pretty much. We also want to to blend in some hilarity, some levity, you know, because if we're just always down, uh, that's no fun, right? So obviously we want to be honest and real, but let's have some fun while we are going through these challenging times. And so here is what I've got for you on the platter for today's show. As all of us prepare mentally to watch the Bruins invade Stanford and try to win on the road. I think it's important to notice that these two teams actually have a lot in common this year. They're both in the midst of a youth movement. There are uncertainties at quarterback because of injuries, inexperience on the offensive line, and both of these teams as a whole have been riddled and decimated with injuries. And so I want to spend some time highlighting that while we get you ready for Thursday's kickoff. Also, Chip Kelly, yesterday on Sunday, he had a media session, answered some tough questions about does he make a change for his defensive staff because of the the tough times that they've been having, and we'll explain what he had to say, particularly about Dorian Thompson-Robinson and where he is health-wise in regards to his status for Thursday, or if they'll go to Austin Burton, who played a stand-up job despite the loss to Oregon State. And again, both of these teams are coming off buys. And when you look at UCLA, this is a team, this is a program that I think has a tinge of envy towards Stanford. They, Or, or maybe I'll say it like this. They, they aspire to be Stanford in the sense that the Cardinal have had sustained success for a while, right? I mean, this is the gold standard for for dynasty building, if you will. This is a program, the Cardinal, that have won eight or more games in each of the last 10 seasons. And David Shaw, who is their head coach now in his ninth season, there has only been one year where in his prior eight seasons where he's finished with less than nine victories. So take that for a, a program that has been able to, to stay consistent through all of this. And so when you look at UCLA, and they're obviously in a rebuilding period, so why not have a level of reverence to the Cardinal? It's like the Bruins are the pupils in the classroom trying to learn from the teacher, Stanford, on what it takes to have, once again, that sustained success. And as far as these two teams, when they have met up, I mean, you're talking about 11 straight wins for the Cardinals. you got to go back to October of 2008 at the Rose Bowl when Kevin Kraft, who was the quarterback for the Bruins at the time, sacked seven times in a game against the Cardinal, ended up 
finding Corey Harkey for a seven-yard touchdown with about 10 seconds left to lead UCLA over the Cardinal 23-20. Again, that was October 2008. And while it has been lopsided recently, the all-time series actually favors UCLA. 45 wins, 42 losses, and three ties. They played for the first time in 1925. And raise your hand if you were at that game. The Bruins lost, by the way, not like you needed to be there because, well, they lost 82 to nothing. So maybe it was best not to be there. UCLA ended up beating the Cardinal, their largest margin, 72 to nothing in 1954. Right now, Stanford is in the midst of a two-game winning streak. They took down, surprisingly, then-15th-ranked Washington 23-13, and then before that, took down Oregon State by three. Of course, the Bruins are coming off a loss to the Beavers by 17. Before that, Stanford was marred with a three-game losing streak, and there was panic from Cardinal fans. They had losses to USC, UCF actually trailed by 38-7 to at halftime in that game when the Knights actually scored on six of the first seven possessions and then fell to Oregon. And all of a sudden you're wondering the, the lifespan, the coaching span of David Shaw, and here he is again turning things around. And, and like UCLA, his Cardinal team has very much embraced this youth movement. In fact, this season through the first six games for the Cardinal, there have been 13 new starters through these first six games, including five true freshmen. 14 true freshmen, by the way, have appeared in a game this season for Stanford. Now, I think UCLA right now is at nine true freshmen who have seen action this season. But last year, they set a program record, did the Bruins, by playing 21 true freshmen. And particularly with the Cardinal offensive line, they've got a couple true freshmen there. They've got on offense three true freshmen, which having three true freshman offensive starters tied for the most in the country with Arizona and Arkansas. And in total, when you talk about defense and offense, Stanford has six true freshman starters, which is tied for third most in the country. And we've heard Chip Kelly say, well, we have 87 freshmen and sophomores. So these both of these teams are deflecting towards the youth to carry the program and are in these transition phases. Now, David Shaw, in his latest press conference, talked about the the need to use a lot of young players and true freshmen because of the injuries. He said the first seven years he was the head coach at Stanford, they lucked out by not having any major injury issues and that they were able to withstand a, a lot of injury problems throughout his first seven years, but he goes back to last year and then this year as where he said nothing has changed about how we do things but we have just been devastated but by guys missing time because of injuries they picked up on the field. And, you know, obviously the Bruins have had their fair share of issues on the injury front as well. And they also are working with two true freshmen on the offensive line. You've got Duke Clemens and Sean Ryan. They're both starting on the left side of the line for UCLA. And so both of these teams are trying to to establish a new identity 
Now, even though both teams are marred with injuries, David Shaw has noted that because he's done such a great job in recruiting, that there has not been such of a drop-off, and that despite the fact they were in the midst of a three-game losing streak in the beginning of the season, have been able to turn things around because some of those new guys getting in the fold have been instant impact guys. And I think for UCLA, while they do have a lot of youngsters as well, they're working through some of those young guys actually doing big things on the field and making plays which can elevate this team to win. So maybe some of the freshmen are a little bit further along, if you will. But again, David Shaw said, while we are maligned with injuries, the recruiting efforts that his team has done has certainly made it so that the pain and the angst that usually would be felt from missing so many guys has been, well, there's a Band-Aid over it, if you will, because of the younger guys who have come in and made statements. Both of these teams as well have been going through some changes recently at quarterback, and that's due to some injury issues. So what could the potential quarterback scenarios be for this game? Appreciate you keeping it tuned with us on Locked on Bruins. Brian Fenley with you. Well, Stanford head coach David Shaw, during his last media availability, said he had no definitive answer on the starter at quarterback for the Cardinal against UCLA this Thursday. Now, before I get into the potential landscape and the scenarios that the Stanford Cardinal could be up against at the quarterback spot against UCLA, I want to take you back to the Cardinal and their win last year against UCLA. It was at the Rose Bowl. Maybe you were there. The Bruins had a chance to win this thing. 49-42, the final in favor of Stanford. And I will never forget what Stanford Cardinal quarterback K.J. Costello said after the game. And this basically was a theme of UCLA's defense put together in one sentence in a post-game press conference interview by K.J. Costello. He said, quote, Hats off to the offensive line. Cleanest game I've played all year in terms of not getting hit. So it's been a problem through this year and last year, the pass rush, obviously, and that kept Stanford's quarterback, A.J. Costello, upright. Also, got to give a lot of props to that offensive line from last year. The thing is, he has not been able to relax back there this year in the pocket because he only had one returning starter from a year ago. And because of the moving and shaking of guys along the the line, he has been tortured in the backfield. A head injury led to a concussion and then is now coming off a hand injury, which had sidelined him the last two games. And according to Coach Shaw, he's questionable day to day. And he sustained that hand injury against Oregon in the loss to Oregon. But there is, again, no definitive answer on if K.J. Costello will play against UCLA. And you remember last year what this man was able to accomplish. He was the highest-rated quarterback in the Pac-12. 3,500 passing yards, 29 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. In his absence, they have gone to the junior in Davis Mills, who engineered wins for the Cardinal against Oregon State and Washington. But Mills did not finish the game against UW. He faced 
an injury himself and is listed as questionable for UCLA. So what they did is at the end of the Washington game, they went to the third stringer in the sophomore Jack West, and he is expected to take most of the snaps with the first-team offense and practice this week. And this could be. We're not sure yet, and obviously there's some time for media availability sessions before kickoff to dispel some of the rumors. But we might see Jack West as the starter, his first career start for the Cardinal as they host UCLA on Thursday. And Shaw said, well, if it is Jack West, he can, quote, do everything in this offense. And if he has to play, he'll go out there and play well. Now, Chip Kelly, on the other hand, for UCLA, when he was confronted by reporters at his media availability session yesterday on Sunday, he also was not ready to name a starter at quarterback for Thursday's contest. He did say that Dorian Thompson-Robinson has been a full participant in practice. He was on Saturday, and then he was asked about What's his protocol for bringing back starters from injuries? Is it if they're 100% healthy, he just shuffles them back in and says, hey, you guys just go out and play again? Or are things made complicated because Austin Burton played respectable at quarterback, the second stringer against Oregon State? So could we even see both of these quarterbacks play? If Dorian Thompson-Robinson does start, is it that if he makes a mistake, that Chip is more likely to throw Austin in the game. So is there less of a margin for error on DTR spot because of the recent solid play from Burton? So these are all questions that that Chip is obviously not going to reveal to the media, but we're going to find out on Thursday and some things to tinker about in your mind about how would you handle this quarterback dilemma, if you will. If Dorian Thompson-Robinson is 100% healthy, are you willing to go back to that, or were you in any way encouraged from Austin Burton's play, and you want to see him get a little bit more playing time and see if this trend continues of stable play on the offense? But instability would be a great way to categorize the offensive lines of Stanford and UCLA, How do they look coming into this matchup? Grateful to have you with us for the full voyage here on Locked On Bruins. Brian Fenley with you. As Stanford gets ready to play UCLA on Thursday, the Cardinal, their offensive line, has been pestered with injuries. And it was not like they had a lot coming back in the first place from last year. They had one returning starter. It was at the left tackle position. Walker Little was his name, and he... First team All-Pac 12 a year ago, preseason first team All-American, regarded it as one of the top offensive linemen in the country with a direct route to the NFL. But week one against Northwestern, he goes down with a season-ending knee injury. And he was their only returner on the offensive line. And so when you look at the inconsistent play for Stanford and their 1-3 and three start, it basically, in large part, is because of the offensive line. And like you've heard many a time, it all starts up with the guys up front. And right now, they have about six healthy offensive linemen. They lost another guard, Henry Haddis, to a season-ending injury against Washington. 
And so basically what they have here is they've got true freshman Walter Rouse, who has started the last five games at left tackle in place of Walker Little. Then you've got true freshman Barrett Miller. But wait, there's more. You've got true freshman Jake Hornibrook, who stepped in for Haddis when he went down with an injury against UW. So we have made it a big issue that UCLA is young along the offensive line. But in reality, we started out the season with four returning starters, but now only three are healthy in Jake Burton, Boss Tagaloa, and Chris Murray. So I bring all of this up because I urge you not to use the excuse we're young along the offensive line if things don't go well against Stanford because the Cardinal are dealing with the same sort of predicament. However, they have found ways to rebound from that. They have played five first-year guys along the offensive line. One of them was Hornerbrook, and he said, quote, we're all in it together, just trying to get better. And evidence of that is their running game. In fact, in the win, their last game, which was against then-15th-ranked Washington, the fifth-year senior, Cameron Scarlett, 33 carries, a career-high 151 yards on the ground. And mind you, he did this, finishing the game with third-string quarterback, Three freshmen working on the offensive line, and they were able to run out the clock in the fourth quarter with him bolting for 51 fourth quarter yards. So if the Cardinal has the ability to establish the running game with so much youth, UCLA should thing. And I hope we see a semblance of improvement in that area when these two teams face off on Thursday. But as far as what we have for you tomorrow, want to spend some more time talking about some of the other injuries, CLA particularly on defense, what Chip Kelly had to say about Theo Howard's transfer, plus how did Chip Kelly respond yesterday when he was asked about the woes on defense and if he was willing to make any changes in that department. That is all coming up for you tomorrow. Signing off, have a great rest of your Monday. For Locked on Bruins, I'm Brian Fenley.